You're listening to The Right Ordered Life Podcast, episode number 47. What if one simple thing could help you stop striving to feel like you're enough? What if you didn't have to cross all the to-dos off your list and please other people just so you don't feel like you're failing? Listen up, because this one small shift that I'm sharing with you today is a game changer. It will do a 180 on your measure of enough and lighten your burden of achieving to feel worthy. That's coming up. I'm Stacy Santiago, and I'm here because I see you. If you're hearing my voice right now, chances are you're disappointed, grumpy, and honestly sick and tired of not having the time and energy to do it all. Here's the deal. I know that most days it feels too hard to be a good mom who successfully keeps her family and job going. It's normal to feel this way. I've been exactly where you are. As a board certified coach and licensed professional counselor, I've helped hundreds of clients connect with God, be happy at home, and do meaningful work without running out of time or energy. When you tune in each week, you're going to learn proven tools to live a right ordered life of faith, family, and purpose that you want to wake up to each day. From my first job as an auto insurance claims adjuster, every girl's dream, right? I learned that I could never do enough. There were so many open claims that I had to work on as fast as possible at the same time, while every day two to four new claims were assigned to me. I was chasing time-bound metrics, get the recorded statements within four hours, write the estimate on the vehicle or get it to the shop within nine hours, close the claim within 36 hours. If you couldn't keep up with a fast pace, it would beyond stress you out and just demolish your self-worth. I saw it happen to my coworkers. One friend of mine, James, such a good guy, he would run around the office with his glasses crooked and his hair sticking up until he finally quit three months after training. Another guy stood up at his desk one day and said, I'd rather shovel bleep than handle claims. And they escorted him out. It was a hard job. And so is life, no matter what your vocation, job, or situation. We get so stuck in the world's measure of worth and success. The numbers, how much money you earned, number of people who enrolled or attended your event, the score on the test, how many followers on social media, how many people listened to your podcast or bought your book, how many to-dos you crossed off your list. We get wrapped up in doing more the quantity. If you don't do enough or get all 50 to-dos done, then you fall short. And not just a little. The brain frames almost everything in a binary. It's either right or it's wrong. It's either all done or it's nothing. And this sets us up with a rule where we always lose. Because you know what? It's not ever going to be all done or all done perfectly. And so our brain likes to just show us, hey, you know what? you keep failing. But what if there was value in just the one? The one person or the one thing? Because having a positive impact on one person is not a small drop in the bucket. But in God's eyes, what if it's a full cup? I'll give you an example of one of my mistakes when I got stuck in the measure of not enough. About 10 years ago, I created a confidence coaching program. 
how to believe in yourself, use your voice, and take assertive action. And I was all excited about this, worked super hard on it. And so I opened the enrollment and I ran the campaign for it. And I had three people enroll. And I was so disappointed, so disappointed that it wasn't more people that I actually refunded them their money and decided not to run the program because I didn't think that it was successful enough. It wasn't worth running. Now, you can wait one or two decades to learn these lessons like I did, right? I lost serving those three people and stepping up for them. And I just, at the time, that was my only perspective. My measure wasn't where it should be, right? So you can wait and you can do the trial and error. You let a decade or two pass like me, or you can get the help you need now. So that exhausting belief that this is not enough, I'm not enough, that not doing or being enough stops in your life today. Kick it to the curb, shred it, leave it behind like a backpack of bricks you finally stopped carrying. Even though I want to share with you an amazing shift you can make in just a minute, we're not going to extinguish your not enough problem in one short podcast. So I want you to know that this, this is my jam. In the Right Order Life program, you will stop thinking things like, I'm so lazy. I can't do this. It's too hard. Nothing will ever change. And you flip that negative thought ratio, flip it right around. So it's no longer 80% of your thoughts are negative, but 80% are positive. Boom. You go to sleep and you stay asleep each night peacefully, feeling good about who you're being and what you accomplish each day. No more sneaking sugar hits in the pantry or ice cream at night for comfort. No, my friend. You don't need food to cope with your emotions because you don't have the negative thoughts anymore that create the cravings. And that's just one of the many cool things that happens in the Right Order Life program. Okay, but what's one shift you can make right now to feel satisfied with doing and achieving less? Feed the sheep. Don't count the flock. Feed the sheep. Don't count the flock. Feed the sheep, don't count the flock. Now, I'm not claiming this power punch saying as my own. My spiritual director told me this and a religious sister told her. Pretty awesome, right? So do a kindness and pass it along to someone you know who really needs to hear it. So who are your sheep? Well, that can be your husband, children, a neighbor, your mother, co-workers, customers. It might be one, two, or three people. Why is that not enough? And what does God say? Amen, I say to you, as long as you did it to one of these, my least brethren, you did it to me. Matthew 25, 40. How do you feed the sheep? Well, you can do simple things like read scripture, pray with them, bring food to your neighbor who's struggling, share faith with a coworker. Answer the phone when your mother calls. Volunteer to mentor an engaged couple. Or what if you did just three tasks a day? What if you had like that, that three-point triangle, the three golden tasks of the day? And what if God was only asking you to do these three today and not 50? If you did these three with intention 
and love. God is pleased. Now, what could these anchor tasks be? Maybe it's your morning prayer or mass, taking the kids to the doctor, food shopping. It could be anything. There's no external judge that has to validate whether your task or the one person that you're serving is enough. You don't need an external measure for that. And my friend, God didn't ask you to feed everyone and do all the things. Feed the sheep that are in front of you, even if it's one, two, three, or ten. We can't know what God knows. Isaiah 55, 8 says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, saith the Lord. And Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not upon thine own understanding. See, we can't see the value. We can't see where this goes. We have to trust. Trust he's extending your efforts to build the kingdom and that your small acts of love are bearing fruit that matters. You can give your heart to Jesus, console him with your love through just one person. Sow a little seed that can bear good fruit for all eternity. You don't know the extent of the impact or the merit, and you don't have to. Trust God. Feed the sheep and don't count the flock. My friend, I made many mistakes in the past counting the flock, being upset when I didn't do enough, didn't coach enough, present to, or sell to enough people. But there's hope and there's redemption. And I'll leave you with this. Years later, when I was running a transformational, life-giving program for women, one of my clients wrote me a long email one random day, and in it she said, Stacy, what you and your program did for me literally saved my life. And in that moment, I knew every struggle and effort, success and failure leading up to that point was worth it for this one precious woman. Feed the sheep. Don't count the flock. Thank you for taking the time to listen and for your courage to look at the hard stuff. It takes courage to feel your emotions deepen your faith journey and heal what you struggle with. Please know you are not alone. If the noise in your head from your mean inner critic along with the overwhelm of your daily life has you stuck and tired, you're not alone. I know from personal experience that it is just amazing to have someone listen, understand, and not judge you. And if you want some help with what you're struggling with right now, grab a time on my calendar through the link at the top right of stacysantiago.com or by clicking the link in the show notes. There is a way to move forward. And from experience, I can tell you, my friend, it's a lot easier and faster when you have a cheerleader, the right tools, and the accountability to feel lighter and at peace. By now, you know, I love connecting with you. So send me a DM or email at stacy at stacysantiago.com with a question or comment. I'll do a happy dance and reply to you personally. And one more super quick request. Would you please leave a review in the Apple podcast app? It's super simple and takes less than 60 seconds. Just scroll down under the right order life podcast episodes, tap to leave a five-star rating. And then right below that, click write a review and write a few simple words about what you like about the podcast. And when you leave a review, DM me so I can thank you by sending you a gift. If you're anything like me, you love when cool gifts show up in the mail. And most of all, thank you 
for helping me get this message out to women who need to hear it. Coming up next week on the show, we're talking about destination happiness. Why are we always waiting to have, do, or fix something to be happy? If you believe you'll be happy when you have the new house, the better job, more money, more time off, lose weight, you're making a big mistake. Not your fault. I've been trapped in the I'll be happy when belief many times myself. Let's get you out of that faulty thinking so you can be content and be free without having or doing that thing you're waiting for. Tune in next week to make the next powerful shift on your journey to becoming who God's calling you to be. And in the meantime, I humbly ask that you please go share the show with your friends. Invite them to tune in with you and learn how to connect with God, be happy at home, and do meaningful work too. I'll see you back here next week, my friend. Until then, celebrate that you are one step closer to living your right-ordered life.